So here we go. I'm ready. All right, Gary Gall, we're back. We went through some, you know, some uh, time management things and some adjustments. But again, <laughs> we're back. We make it happen. We're always freaking going to figure it out. That's the nice thing about it. The biggest deal is, is we're here, people. We made it. We made it back. It's not always a, a perfect plan, but it is a plan. So it we is. made it work. It is. It is. And that, you know, it's like, it does feed right into, you know, kind of what we we've, we've been talking about and what we want to get into, you know, just the, you know, the broad, I think it starts out with this umbrella of accountability. Right. And then there's so many layers to accountability that I think it can be very easy to just generalize and, and just say, Oh, just be accountable. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's good advice, but, but how do we get accountable? What, what does that, what does that mean? Like, what do we actually have to do, you know, and what are we like, what are the roadblocks, you know, and how do we recognize those things? And cause I think that's a big part of it to, to me as a, as a coach, especially as a, as a coach of younger athletes. Uh, I see things that they do and it's not intentional necessarily. And it's not, it's, it's more, I think uh, like a defense mechanism, right? Where it, it's, it's easier just to kind of defend myself with, oh, he or she did that. So that's what made me do this. Yeah. Uh, he, this happened. So I couldn't do this or I mom had something come up. So I didn't have a ride to this or, you know, any number of things, but it really, you know, there, there are these excuses, but the, the athletes aren't meaning them as excuses. It's more just like this deflection, this defense that it's, it's just natural. I think we all have certain things that we, we do like that. And, uh, so helping them recognize those things is something that, that is, is, I'm always trying to help them do. And I'm always trying to, you know, like, you know, kind of guide their guide the way they're speaking or guide the way they're thinking about things, you know, and that looks a lot of different ways. Sometimes, you know, it's like tough love, like, <laughs> you know, get your shit together. Cause you know, like we've had this conversation 50 times and then other times it's just like more, Hey, why, why don't we just say something like this? You know, why don't we just, you know, ask for, you know, help, ask for, you know, um, ask for guidance, ask for a ride, ask for, you know, something. And, and with that, I think, you know, we can kind of maneuver through this, you know, accountability and, and really just, you know, taking ownership of whether we succeed or not. Yeah, you said it. You said it well with accountability and just bringing up the term accountability. I've heard multiple times in my life now and through my career that it's actually a bad word. And I'm dumbfounded to that when I've heard it. And now as I'm thinking and as I'm going through things, I just realize how awful it is for someone to think that way. And then also with ownership, Look, accountability is going to start from the individual first. If I can't be accountable to myself, if I can't do 
the demands of a great wrestler for myself, how could I ever ask you to do it? I can, but I shouldn't. I also am probably not displaying the certain actions, the certain details and the certain disciplines that go along with that. So then why would you ever follow me? You probably wouldn't, mm. right? That gets a little bit deeper. That's kind of getting into a different topic. We can circle back on it. But I think the idea of the deflections and the defenses is it's just been made easy anymore. And this is this can go along with you and I. If there's older people watching this from 50 years ago, they're going to say the same thing about you and I is it's just made easier. People started doing more things by people. I mean, parents started doing more things for the child, thinking they were helping. And yes, at the time they were, but then in the long run, it just became enabling. Think about if you didn't have a ride to practice or your mom was stuck in traffic somewhere. What are you going to do, Josh? You think, all right, well, I better get my water. I'm going to go run to practice. I'm probably going to start now. Right. So then then that just eliminated the excuse of, oh, well, I didn't have a ride. My mom's stuck in traffic, yada, 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 yada. And along with that, before I, I switch it back over is, you know, the idea of I can't. How how far is your limit on I can't? You know, are you a, a limitless person thinking, OK, I'm getting to practice or I'm doing this task no matter what and it you know whether whether it happens or not in my time frame doesn't even matter anymore because i'm just gonna do it because i said i was you know or are you just gonna say well i couldn't do it because that and i i couldn't do it because this happened and you know then that's when it becomes all your deflections and all your defense mechanisms and you say defense i like the word I think a better term is, is the idea of being a victim. Mm. And I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody many times, but I, I've really tried to shift my mindset away from being any kind of a victim in this world. There's, there's no book out there that said it was supposed to be fair. There's no book that said it was supposed to be easy. And there's no book that was written on exactly how you do it. So we just can't have that philosophy. You're going to be in for a rough road. Totally. Yeah. And like, yeah, it shouldn't be easy. Right. Like I, I don't, I don't know of anything that I had and we, we were having a conversation before we, we uh, started here and we were talking about, you know, the idea of being a parent, right. And, and things being easy and, and like, like I said, like being a parent is not, it's, it's inherently hard because, you know, especially when you're first child, you haven't done it. Um, you, you're making shit up as you go. You have these uh, very, very, uh, you know, staunch ideas in your head and some very rigid things. Like, this is the way that I'm raising my kid. You, nobody's going to tell me any different. This is the way I'm doing it. And then, you know, you get a couple months in and things aren't quite going, you know, and you got to, you're like, well, I got to make these exceptions or whatever, whatever, whatever. But what, what my point with all of that is, is yes, it's difficult, 
But if, like you just said, if you play that victim card, if you play that that defensive, like, oh, it's not – if you don't take ownership of the way that things are going as a parent, then, I mean, you're, you're, you're just make – you're just pushing this, you know, all these problems just down the road with you instead of being able to handle them and get rid of them or, uh, you know – or be able to get tougher, get stronger, get smarter, you know, from them, you know, and, and you only learn from these tough times. You only learn from these hard, uh, you know, moments by taking ownership of them and realizing that, yo, know, I'm in control still. It might not feel like it all the time. And it, it, it you know, there, there are going to be things that happen and, even though I couldn't control that person, I can control how I react. I can control the way that I take on these failures or these tough times or these setbacks. And if, if, and then on the, the flip side of that, if I don't do that, if I push the blame to somebody else, if I let somebody else, you know, take the, the, the burden for it, instead of just owning up to it myself, you know, I'm no better. And I, and I'm just, you know, I'm doomed to repeat these same sort of, you know, these, these, you know, that cycle of, of, you know, doing something X bad thing happens to me, push the blame back and I'm back at uh, square one, do it again. Boom. Back at square one, do it again, back at square one until I finally connect the dots. And I say, Oh, wait, um, I, I can get better from this. I can learn from this. Now I make maybe a fall back a little bit and then I'm able to just keep building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it all makes sense, man. And there's, again, there's no written line, which I think many people are just looking for. They're looking for some particular type of guidance, but almost a, a holding of the hand to just tag along with someone. I encourage you not to do that. To, to go back to accountability, and you've probably seen this, Josh. I've noticed this a few times. It's getting to the point where it's not even on a radar, so to speak, of, you know, so it could be as simple as, if you ask an individual, athlete or not, or even in the, in the team and professional world, corporate world, to do a task and the task doesn't get completed and you circle back and ask again, hey, why didn't you do that? You get sort of a taken aback response of, well, you know, I didn't know I was supposed to or the, whatever. And then you're thinking, okay, so it's not even on your radar. It's like, I asked you to do that task. That task needs to get done. I didn't even put a timeline on it. I just asked to get it done. So then you circle back and say, well, why didn't it get done? And now the person thinks, okay, well, I guess I have to do this because they're going to ask me again. Right. But I think in so many scenarios, I don't think that's, that's even a process anymore. I, I think that is a, a dying art, if you will. And flipping that, going toward ownership, 
it basically goes to, to my personal opinion, it goes back to what I said right in the start of this. And bottom line, if, if you're going to be the leader of anything, your individuals and your team, your group, they're, they're all a reflection of you. Whatever gets messed up, whatever goes wrong, wherever something happens, if they didn't communicate, that and you didn't quite right they understood the right way or they didn't have some sort of system down or they didn't have their discipline that all reflects back on the leader in some way shape or form so that's where you take accountability of yourself and you take ownership of all of that out of the get-go and then if you have it and you have control with yourself then you're able to spread that out to others. And then you always come back to asking the questions or following up on, hey, why didn't this get done? Yeah. You know, that goes in the, and it's, it's as simple as that too. There's a lot of, yeah. one thing I wanted to bring into the equation is emotion. I, I remember from high school football, I remember high school coaching in general, you, you ride on a lot of emotions. Coaches yell, scream, say whatever they're going to say, you know, back in the day when we did it. And I think a lot of times that could have been taken very, very personal. One thing to remember, one thing I, I would like to try to reflect from here on out is it's really not personal at all. I may like you so very much but I'm still going to ask you why that task didn't get completed. And if it was something large enough that it frustrates me and aggravates me, it's going to do that, but it's still, it's not a point to where you drag it on to the next day. And then the energy between the two individuals or the team just gets all messed up. Yeah. And I would even expand on that. Like, from a coaching aspect, and I, I, I had this conversation with my athletes last week, uh, and it, it, my message was, was, look, I'm not getting on you to take ownership of your training. I'm not getting on you to make sure that your grades are good. I'm not getting on you to make sure that you're at practice and, and ready to roll and getting the most out of every single day because, you know, because I don't like you. Right. It may sound like that. Sometimes it definitely sounds like that. Sometimes. Definitely going to sound like that. That's unavoidable, you in, know, in all circumstances, Right. But it's, it's actually coming from the exact opposite place is I'm doing it because I freaking love you. And I love you so much that I don't want to see you have any what ifs or could haves or should haves or, or maybe if I just did this a little bit harder, right? Like we're, we're in this stretch of time personally for our club where, you know, a handful of us will, we're all gearing up for kind of a, a middle of the road event. That's, it's a pretty solid event that's coming up and they're going to get a ton of matches in. And then um, we got a handful of kids preparing for the national tournament. And it's like, do on the Friday afternoon of, when, of the last day of the tournament, like, how do we want to end it? I was like, you know, like, do we want to end it with a bunch of 
dang, I wish I would have, or dang, that could, we could have been there. Or do we want to end it with, and this doesn't necessarily mean we got, you know, five national champions, but it means that we do everything in the allotted time right now with zero excuses, zero what ifs, and we take control of every single moment between now and then to ensure that no matter what the outcome is, we did everything we could. And and that that what I'm trying to get over to them is is they're not little kids anymore. They're not, you know, they're not babies. They're they're old enough to where it's time for them to really step out and into their own and be the people that that are leading the charge for their own success, right? Mom, dad, me, anybody else, any other coaches that they have, like we're all just cheerleaders at this point, you know, and, and we're going to, you know, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to get on them and I'm going to push them. But ultimately we, we can't, we can't do it for them, you know? So that's accepting, accepting that, role for themselves to to take it on and and what i was kind of thinking about earlier today um just based on like just kind of looking at these things is do we have systems in place that that lead to these skills being uh you know taken do we have systems to make sure that these kids are getting are getting the point you know or, or our clients or our bot, you know, or our, our coworkers. I think one thing to look at for everybody, us too, and for everyone that's going to view this is when you have a hostile moment or a very irritable situation for yourself as a leader, as part of a team, whomever. Okay. Take a moment first. And I've personally been working on this and just, reflect and let the emotion simmer down and then your moment after you have it the next one starts with okay where could i where could i have made adjustment or what could i have done different better way Etc., etc., etc. Try to flip your script and look at it that way first. It's very easy to say. I'm sitting here saying it to you all, knowing that I may do it tomorrow and mess it all up. Right. And then also just sit back, try to take a day, try to take an hour, try to take a week, wherever your capacity is. And just not complain. You're given a situation. Assess it. Okay. That's my situation. Right? Whether it's really shitty or it's really great actually doesn't even matter. It doesn't even, it almost doesn't even exist. It only exists up here because that's what we say. What if you just sat back and said, okay, that's my situation. Now, what, I'm, what am I going to do? That may bring you to a call of action even faster. And then before we get to anything else, I, I love what you were talking about as far as 
loving the individuals and making sure they have no regrets. I think any good coach out there, that's, that's the reason why we're doing it. But you're also, there's, there's also a point to make that, Hey, you're a part of something. Okay. For you, you're a part of silver state wrestling and it's, it's far bigger than you. It's going to go on when you're not in it anymore. It's going to go on after that, when you're all said and gone. So did you leave it as a better place than it was? Did you leave it more successful than the others coming into it? I think that's a very big thing in a very, very selfish world these days. In any given situation, we're usually part of something much bigger and something that requires our discipline to thrive rather than just survive. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's everything, right? Like if, if, if you can, no matter what you're involved in, if your goal is to make it or to leave it better than, you know, you got there or better than, you know, better just, you know, each day, if you're looking to make, make it a little bit better, leave a little bit better of an impact, you know, good things are going to happen. And, you know, it's, it's that, uh, you know, that snowball effect of good. Right. And, and it's so easy to, to negative negativity is easy, right? We have to challenge ourselves to take that moment, you know, to, to think about the good things in it. And I, I, I actually wrote this down and it's being grateful for the opportunities, no matter what it is, no matter how crummy it seems, no matter, you know, how bad it seems, it's just being grateful that you get the opportunity to, to do it or get to the opportunity to, to try, you know, cause at the end of the day, all we can really ask for is that opportunity. And, and when, when we get it and we make the most of it, it it's all sunshine and whistles, but what, hap what happens when you don't? Can you still sit back and, and objectively figure out what was still good from it? You know, um, something that, something that uh, one of my coaches in college um, did that at the time, I, I, I didn't really love it. It was kind of, it was kind of a hassle and kind of like, uh, you know, it was just, it was just kind of a pain that at the moment, but looking back on it, it was, it was really a, a good way to, to handle things. And it was basically just the same thing at the end of every single practice after we did conditioning, after they, we wrestled live, you might've just got your tail kicked for freaking two straight hours. After all of that, you ended the practice and you just had five skills that you did in a row, like, and the goal was perfection, basically. And you basically, the, the, the aim was just to leave practice on a positive note. No matter what ever happened before that was just to leave practice on a positive note. And, you know, there are sometimes, you know, you're cussing and kicking and pissed that I've got to do these stupid extra reps. I just want to go home. I just need to get out of here, blah, blah, blah. 
but what what he's actually training in us is to be able to flip the perspective and get in and shake off no matter what happened right you could have had the best practice and if you end with you know five five crummy reps and you feel like uh shit at the end of them then you know that that might have just taken away all the good that you had from practice or on the other side if you have a tough practice and you end with five good ones and you leave the room feeling like you just you know you had some success or just got a little bit better that's a that's a that's a huge win you know in the in the grand scheme of things yeah it's incredible i think you've mentioned this a lot throughout our weeks and months of podcasts the idea of being grateful i've from this i've been practicing that a lot more no matter how the day has gone no matter how certain situations have gone and you just you see a certain different light through your days and your weeks and your life. And I, I even think it, it's cool what you said just before is really be thankful for just about everything because you can get your worst situation in the world. Somebody's going to have it worse. Anyway, by the way, I just have to throw that out there. There is going to be worse for somebody else. But also something good is going to come out of that situation. Right. And if you think of it this way, too, I've mentioned previously is, you know, we want we want the the men and women, the guys, whoever that would give you the shirt off their back and said, all right, here, you can take this. I don't need it. Right. And you only get that way. You only become a weapon in life from getting through some pretty serious situations, however they were thrown at you. But if you're going to eventually have the ability to be the individual to say, here, you can have all this. I don't need it. I'll go build more. That's a huge skill set that you probably got from extremely, I want to say stressful, but I will, extremely stressful, extremely challenging, and extremely tough situations that you persevered through. That at the end of the day, you're going to sit back and think, man, I wouldn't have been half of what I was if I didn't have that in my life. So I needed it. And that's what propelled me to all these steps and to my next chapter, whatever it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, when we're kind of, we're circling back to, to being a good leader and being a, a person that, that others want to be around and, and, you know, a person of, of, uh, you know, of, you know, uh, ex extreme, ownership is you know that's kind of cheesy because of Jocko but you know a person that, <laughs> that really okay bro that really uh really just sets the tone in every room that they're in they, they set the bar super high if you're one of those people or if you if you strive to be <laughs> one of those people um you know it it takes the ability, you have to have the ability to give, uh, you know, praise the other people around you that are also allowing you to do that, allowing you to, uh, you know, to, to be a leader or allowing you, 
you know, the, the opportunity to, um, you know, to help them, or maybe it's, maybe it's the, the reverse of that sometimes, you know, like I get, I get more out of practice sometimes than I swear the kids do just because being around them, there might be a certain situation where I just, you know, I'm able to sit back and I see myself in them a little bit. And I see my, you know, these, you know, they might not see the progress that they're making, but it is pretty easy for me to see it over time. And sometimes I I'm able just to sit back and be like, all right, this is, it's pretty awesome. You know? So, you know, that's kind of a tradition at the end of every single practice. I, uh, you know, we, we dab each other up, we give each other hugs. We say, you know, thank you. You know, like nice job today. Like we got through it one way or another, even if it was, even if it was tough, even if it, I yelled at you, even if you hated me during it, like let's, we're going to dap up. We're going to, you know, cause, cause I appreciate as, as the leader of silver state, I appreciate the opportunity to, to be able to, to do that and to, to try to be the best leader that I could possibly be too. We all have to. And if you're going to be that person in that, that takes a lot. That's going to require a lot. That's an extremely challenging job to be that individual, to be the coach, to be the team leader, to be, the CEO to be whomever that is that person that lights up that room. You know, you're not, you're not allowed to have a bad day, at least not in front of others. Right. Yeah. You have to, you have to, you have to take that time to yourself or you have to go and, and just distance yourself if you are having some bad moments. But I think it goes back to everything we just said, you know, if you are, in that position and you do have a bad day, that's okay, but control it within your own right. Cause you know, when you're going to get out in front of others, if you get down and you get upset, you're, you may not be telling them, but you're showing them that that's okay. And if they see it from you, then it's a simple trickle effect right downhill. And it can't, in my opinion, it can't happen. It can't. Not if you're building toward what you want. And we're going to talk about accountability. We're going to talk about ownership and all that stuff that we've been talking about for the last 40 minutes. It can't be, man. It's a lot of fun. And it's great when you have a lot of energy. It's great when times are rolling and things are all good. When things are tough and it's not going as planned or your situation isn't as ideal as you originally thought it was. That's when it becomes a challenge. That's when all the concepts that we've been mentioning come into play and you get to see them for real. You get to see them through action. I become much more as I grow and with the others that I'm growing with, I become much more about action, less about words to become a better listener, but a much better doer as well. Yeah, no. And I love that idea of, uh, you know, it, uh, servant leadership, right. Mm -hmm. That's like, uh, part of the like core values of the NCAA. I think the NCAA or the NAI, I don't know, one of my coaching stops 
it was it was really big like they really put a lot of emphasis on this idea of servant leadership so you know at the end of the day what 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 they're talking about is is being a person that is there to serve others that being a person that's willing just like you said to you know take the shirt off your back and, and give it to them and and put yourself second um and really care about what happens to others you know and and i've i've really found that when when you do that it it, it brings the right people into your life it straight up does i don't know i don't know how to explain it other than that is, is every time that I've, I've really invested in others and really like been good about it. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's, there's times that I, I'm not as good, right. Like it's just, it is what it is. It's not a, it's not always like this trending upwards and trending in the right direction. But I, every time I really buckle down and I'm, I, and I start to put myself around others that, that are serving or others that are helping or others that are just great leaders. I, I, I get better and I figure it out and I, I start being more open to the right people and to the right messages. And, you know, that's something that, that I really, you know, it, you can't, you can't value enough. To go along with that, a little bit off of what we're we're talking about, but not so much. For me, it's been about just doing. And I don't, you know, maybe not go completely rogue. I can have a tendency to do that sometimes, but I just, I'll do. I'll think less. I'll do much more. And some people have said that's a bad thing. Sometimes it can get you tangled up, but from just doing things, from just being available, from being willing, so many things have also come my way. And then you find yourself in relationships with different organizations, different people, and it just leads to valuable situations, whether it be advice, whether it be financially, whether it be opportunity, however you want to look at it, it's just come that way. And it's simply doing things and it's simply just being willing to do things. I've probably said this on the podcast before, but you just, you have to be willing to do what pretty much everybody else won't. It's, it's as simple as that. And if you want to be great and you want to have ownership, you want to be able to have accountability toward yourself. So then you can strive to influence others. You have to be willing to do what everybody else won't do. Or what everybody else will make an excuse for. Yep, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, it comes back to, you know, really when, when you know, you, you brought up the, the idea of kind of venturing into this ownership and accountability and leadership, this kind of this area, you know, I, my first reaction was absolutely, first of all. And then we need that more than ever right now. We need great leaders and we need you know, great people to be, to step up, right? I was having a conversation on Instagram um, yesterday and, and it, uh, some person, and they were very, very kind and they were, they were just kind of questioning one of the things that I said. And, and the first, uh, one of the, the first thing that, 
they they came at me with was like oh, i'm so sorry i didn't i'm not i don't want to step overstep my boundaries like i don't know this person and and i'm not afraid of them challenging something and i'm not if i post it well, I, I post a bunch of memes that are that are stuff I don't mean at all. I think it's, it's the stuff that I think is hilarious. Yeah, I, was, but, I see what you post sometimes. But but there's but you know it, I'm willing to to have that conversation still, and I and I want those conversations, you know, and 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 basically what the the message I went to him was is is we have to be able to have the conversation we have to be able to talk things through because at the end of the day it's just going to make us better you know the silencing of of others the the shunning of others the cutting people off because you know they had one idea that wasn't yours or one idea that that didn't go your way um you know when we do things like that and we don't hold ourselves open to you know, others or to, to leaders or people in, in different roles than us. When we don't do that, we're, we're really just kind of, we're crippling ourselves. You know, we, you know, having an open mind, you know, even when we're the leader, you know, and knowing that I can still get better. I can still, I can be a better leader. I can still understand different things. And, and at the end of the day, under having an open mind and having the ability to continuously learn is going to put you in a position to be a better leader. Cause now you can reach more people. Now you have an understanding of, of different um, viewpoints. So now, now you can have these interactions that if you just see the world through these blinders, it's going to be really hard to, to, to break out of that. And, and you're really just pigeonholing yourself. And that's not, and that's not a leader to me, a person that only sees things one way and only, and only will travel this direct uh, route because that's the way they know that's the way that it has to be. That's not a leader to me. So if, if you strive to be a leader, you know, putting that ego aside and, and, and stepping back and having the willingness to, to have the hard conversations or have the conversations with people that, that maybe don't see your way, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I want to be open to having my, you know, to changing my opinion on something, you know, and if somebody brings me the, the, you know, the thing that changes my perspective, I'm open to that because ultimately it's going to make me better. It's good to be humbled. Totally. We all need that. We all need to be bring brought back to the ground and set in our our place i look at it this way too if if you're going to be the leader of a team and you are so insecure about anyone on the team doing better than you you're not fit to be in that position if you're a good leader on a team someone brings up a great idea that's better than yours great go do it then because now you save me time i can go do something else or i can go help with with a different scenario or i just don't have to worry about that anymore so it only, it usually, it's going to make your life better in some way, shape, or form. Now you may not have to do the task. Now you're giving someone else accountability and leadership. So it's not all on your shoulders. And then maybe you learn something. Yeah, it's, it's a great thing to be humbled and brought back to the ground. But for me, that, that takes a while. That still takes a while from time to time. I do have a, 
a big ego. I did have one when I was a lot younger too. You know, I thought that was, I thought to inflate that more meant the stairway to success. Now, as I realize, the more I deflate that, the more success just kind of seems to fall into my lap and I don't have to strive for it so much more. Crazy concept. It's crazy. It, and, it, and it's, it's, it's a hard thing to understand. And, but, you know, I think, you know, and we're, like you said, I, I'm still dealing with this. I still, I, you know, grapple with it every day, having, you know, realistic expectations and realistic conver conversations with myself to make sure that, you know, I, I am able to, to continue to, to progress as a, as a man, as a father, as a coach, as a leader, um, you know, it's, it's that, that humility and that being humbled really goes a long way. I think it's great to just end it there and end it with this and is in all of that. And what you just referenced is, is it starts with you it starts with us starts with every individual that will watch this starts with every athlete every employee it's you first and oh. then you map out the the rest of your problems and situations from there i love it nice gary it was a blast dealing with some pleasure as always my friend <laughs> tonight but man <laughs> you were adapting and adapting and moving man i see you over there that's great Make that's it inspiration enough for me there you go. <laughs> All right, brother. I will talk to you soon. All right, man.